Hi guys, welcome back to Get Your Shit Together. I am your host, Belen, and this is episode 17. And I'm excited about this episode. It's one that I've been wanting to do for a while. And yeah, let's let's kind of get caught up and get into it. I did not record a podcast last week. I have been traveling a little bit busy and also just not feeling really great. So kind of wanted to take some time to decompress, kind of figure out what was going on. And here I am. I was in LA for work. It was really nice. Uh was also in Orange County, saw my parents, celebrated Father's Day a week late and my dad's birthday a little bit early. And it was so nice being there. The weather was to die for. It's currently like 108 here. So it was really lovely to be in 75 degree weather. I literally forgot what that type of climate is like because it's not like that here. And obviously when you're by the coast, it's just so lovely. So that was really, really nice. And then 4th of July, um, Alejandro was out of town and I was here and this kind of 4th of July weekend is really almost when I really took reins on what was like going on with me internally. So it was good that I was almost by myself because I was really focused on like pinpointing, you know, what I was feeling. And I kind of just like took the weekend to cook really remove a bunch of shit from my diet and just focus on foods that were making me feel good. It has been exactly one week since I have removed caffeine. I haven't had any coffee, any matcha in a week. And I have to say, I feel really, really amazing. Um, The first two days I definitely had a headache, but it's been totally fine for me. I will say I was not somebody who had multiple cups of coffee a day. I'd have one like small cup of coffee in the morning and a couple times a week I'd make a matcha in the afternoon or I would just make a matcha in the morning and that's it. I started to feel the past couple weeks, every time I would have coffee, like really shitty. And when I say shitty, I mean like my gut felt like I was on fire. It was basically doing more damage than good for me. And I was starting to feel turned off. So then I was switching to matcha. I was having a couple chais. And ultimately, I was just like, this is not working for me. I have removed coffee from my diet several times in the past. And I always go back to it. Do I think I'm never going to have coffee again? Obviously not. Of course, I'm going to have coffee eventually. I just really need to get to the root of the issue, which is my gut. Because my gut is fucked up. It's resulting in like really bad breakouts, hormonal breakouts. My hormones are imbalanced. And you know, that is really the core are my hormones and my cortisol, which is what I'm going to get into in this episode, but kind of giving you the backstory of like what's been going on. And, uh, a week ago, last Saturday, I went to Trader Joe's. I got all this stuff. I hadn't been to Trader Joe's the entire time we've lived here. In fact, I had not been to Trader Joe's in probably two years. I forgot how amazing Trader Joe's is. Like there's just shit there that you cannot get at Whole Foods or H-E-B, or Ralph's, or whatever the other grocery stores you have. And I was really excited. It's a bit of a trek from where we are. It's like 25 minutes from us, but it's right by where I go for like lymphatic work. So I'm gonna start making that like, oops. I'm gonna start making that my like routine. But anyways, I got back from the store and I was feeling very fatigued, very bloated. And I'm like, 
what the fuck am I eating that's like causing this? And I hadn't even eaten yet. So, and I've struggled with bloating and like gut issues for over a decade. And something possessed me to pull up a food sensitivity test that I did literally 10 years ago, April of 2012. And you know, it's, there's four columns and there's red, orange, yellow, green, red being severe, green being what you should be eating, yellow being um, like um, mild, orange, moderate. And I must've had fucking amnesia because under the red, there's a bunch of shit I don't eat, which is really just goes to show how intelligent our bodies are. Um, that if you're trying something and you don't like it, it's most likely because you have an intolerance. Anyways, one of the things on there is fucking quinoa. And I eat quinoa every day. It's like my favorite grain. And I don't know what happened that I forgot this because obviously when I took the food sensitivity test a decade ago, I knew this. Now, I will say you, your intolerances do change. So I actually just took another test. Um, it was super easy to do. I mailed it in, so that should be coming back next week. But it was on there, quinoa, walnuts, and papaya, which I have incorporated into my diet. And what's so funny is that I actually don't like walnuts and I don't like papaya, but they're so good for you. So I feel really deceived by quinoa because I actually genuinely love it. And what had happened that the night before, not the night before, the day before Friday, I made my like big quinoa soup and I had it for lunch and dinner. And then Saturday, I went to Trader's and I bought all this quinoa shit. Basically, I almost like overdosed myself with quinoa and that's why I was feeling so much bloating. And I'm sorry, Saturday is the day I went to Trader Joe's. Sunday is when I realized, this is when I started digging for all of this like food intolerance testing that I did 10 years ago. And I was just like, I'm fucking over myself. I don't want to feel this way. Like I'm in my late thirties and I still feel like shit. Why? How is this even possible? So I basically printed it out. A lot of the vegetables that I already eat were like in the green, which was great, but there are things that I should not be eating. And Caffeine was one of the first things that I was like, I'm done with this because it's making me feel like shit. So that's kind of been what's been going on with me. And like, aside from obviously the bloating and the gut issues, the skin issues, I just want to feel good and energized. And I do all the things, but it's still not making me feel the way I would like to feel. And same kind of thing goes with alcohol. I've not been drinking alcohol I'm not a big drinker. I never have been. And I've just also been really turned off by just alcohol in general. Um, I don't think I've had wine in like, I don't even know how long, over a month. I had a spritz when I was in LA and that, that was kind of it. Again, something's going on with my gut. So I need to get it healed. And for me, my biggest thing right now is lowering my cortisol levels. Cortisol is a hormone that we have that we produce. And basically when you have a lot of stress in your life um, and you're in that fight or, f- fight or flight, your cortisols really go through the roof. And that's basically the state I've been in for over 10 years. And it's something that I'm really have been working on trying to get a control over, especially last year with starting with therapy and started doing a lot of inner work and going to cupping and doing meditation and just I'm a constant work in progress as we all are. And 
I'm just like determined to get this shit under control because the cortisol is, is honestly what's ruining my life because it's fucking up my hormones, just fucking up my gut and my skin. So today's episode is about the best ways to lower your cortisol. I'm obviously not a doctor. This is what's working for me. I wanted to share because I know there's people out there that are struggling with this, men, women, and it's not normal to, to feel this way. And as a woman, I've gone so many times to doctors, gotten so many tests done. And it's like, this is just part of being a woman. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not because it's, it, <laughs> it's not. And last year, last May, I actually went to a hormone doctor here in Austin, did a massive blood panel on me. And when I went in for my results, um, the first thing he asked me was, he was like, do you have a lot of stress in your life? And I like laughed because it's like, who doesn't have stress in their life? And I was like, well, yes, why? He's like, your cortisol is through the roof for your age and everything else that came back, this is like alarming. That was over a year ago. So I'm determined to lower those fuckers and really, really get a hold of it. So some ways that have been helping me, and of course, obviously this is research. I have done my extensive reading on this. And these are 10 things that help lower your cortisol and what I'm doing and what even in a week I've noticed that is helping me. The first thing that I have been doing to lower my cortisol is remove caffeine. As I said, I've been feeling great. I had two days that I had a headache. And if you're somebody who has a lot of caffeine, you know, it's that is resulting in adrenal fatigue. And it's just like this vicious cycle that we put ourselves in when our adrenal fatigue is it happens. And your cortisol levels are completely out of balance and they get exhausted and they rely on the caffeine and it just doesn't get to like the root of the issue, which is a hormonal imbalance. So if you can remove caffeine from your diet, it's going to kind of help with the cortisol's rising because it's just like this cycle that you get in and your body is relying on the coffee. Coffee is not bad for you. You can have a cup of coffee a day. It's just if you're suffering from gut issues, removing it is going to kind of help heal the gut. Again, I am no expert. This is what's working for me. So cutting caffeine. Eating whole food. This is number two. Being on a plant-based diet. I am, I would say I'm 90% plant-based. I may have fish once a month. Um, I'll have a little bit of like goat cheese. But for me, being plant-based really works. I'll have eggs once, twice a month too. And truly, honestly, I'm like, I'm so lucky that our friends own a beautiful ranch and they give us fresh eggs from their farm, but I really don't reach for it. And obviously being Mediterranean, like my diet growing up has always been very plant-based, lots of pastas, lots of, you know, whole foods and greens and veggies. And that's, I eat that every day because it's truly what my body craves. So if you can start eating more whole foods and focus more on a plant-based diet, even if it's a couple times a week, that will also help, also help lower your cortisol. Getting enough, enough sleep. My God, I'm fucking rusty. I apologize. <laughs> Number three, getting enough sleep. You guys know I love sleep. I'm a huge, huge believer in sleep and getting the, the, a right, the right amount of hours every night. All 100 night, turn down at 9 p.m., baby. We go into the room. 
I've got the red lights on to calm us down. We're not asleep by like 9 p.m. We're asleep usually by 10, 10, 15. And then we wake up naturally with the sun, which is your circadian rhythm, which is so important. That's another topic I want to eventually do an episode on. But waking up with the natural light is critical, crucial for our for our well-being, our mental health, our immune system, our cortisol levels. And like the first thing that you should be doing when you wake up is literally like opening up your blinds and looking at the sun, like getting direct sunlight because it stimulates everything in your body to wake up, to know that it's ready to go. And we do have blackout curtains, but I've been leaving them a little bit open so that like the sun comes in and my body just naturally wakes up obviously. And then the beast also wants to be fed. So it's just multiple things that's waking me up. And I do have a new morning routine, which I will get into because it's really been working and helping too with all of this. Um, But yeah, getting enough sleep, not being on your phone, not having the electronics, huge game changer. Prioritize your sleep. I've talked about this. I'm very passionate about it. Go to bed early. You don't need that to go out for that drink or stay up late to watch a movie or being on your freaking phone. We're all victims of this. We all go on them, but just put it on night mode and get your sleep. You're going to feel so much better getting those seven to eight hours of sleep. Number four, exercising daily, even if it's 15 minutes, moving your body just relaxes you more. And I will say this, I have been very focused on low impact workouts. I no longer do hit workouts. I really have been doing them for a very long time. I, for a minute, like last December, I got back into orange theory and then I quickly remembered why I didn't do it for a long time. It's just not for me. It could be for you. And that's so wonderful for me. I'm all about walks, Pilates, mat Pilates, and just low impact work. It's, just as effective, if not more effective in my opinion, and you are not spiking your cortisol. When you're in like a Barry's Bootcamp or a um, Orange Theory type of class where it's like planks and jumping jacks and burpees and like this intense workout, your cortisol is going through the roof. The music, the, the lights, everything, it's so fucking intense. I honestly never realized how like, intense those classes were and how they were affecting my my cortisol because you're like oh my god I gotta finish I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and then like with orange theory you're trying to hit like the splat points and it's just like I'm not there anymore I'm in a different stage in my life and low impact is for me so exercising daily even if it's 15 minutes 10 minutes just practice makes perfect you know you can start doing a little bit more 20 minutes 12 minutes whatever you've got but do it daily Number five, writing in a journal. I've talked about this before. I love my gratitude journal. I do it every morning, every night. You can use notepad. You can use it. You can do whatever you want. Um, But just kind of writing out any thoughts that you're having, um, any anxious thoughts, any thoughts that are worrying you, happy thoughts, just kind of doing the brain dump in the morning or at night or both um, really can help also just with any anxiety and any stress that's like lingering in you and writing it out always is so helpful and really makes such a difference for me. When I don't do it, I really notice it. And I actually really want to try and find a little bit of a better notebook. The five minute, the five minute journal is great, but it's very quick. And I feel like I'd rather dump a little bit more. So if you know of any good ones, let me know. 
but I do want to, I do want to look into that. Who knows? Maybe I'll make one one day. Um, and it's just a really great way to, to, to start your day too, you know, and you can do little, like I said, it can be anything you want. You can say what you're grateful for, what's, what you're anxious about, who you're, you're thinking about, who you want to send love to. There's so many different prompts that you can do and there's no right or wrong. Number six, adding supplements. So this, I will say what I, my advice is if you can do a food sensitivity test, literally, I think it's ever, ever well, they have kits for like 99 bucks. And like, if you sign up, you get 10% off your first order, but, or your doctor, like your general doctor could do it. But if you can kind of figure out what's triggering you, like for instance, let's say you're drinking celery juice, you are having eggs and avocado. And it turns out you have a severe intolerance to celery juice and avocado. Here you are thinking, oh my God, I'm eating so healthy. I'm being clean. I'm doing this. But you're having these, these foods that are actually triggering you. So if you can do that, that would be amazing because it will be very informative and helpful. And if not, start the process of elimination. So if you think it's dairy, remove dairy from your diet for like two weeks. Remove avocado or gluten or whatever it is, and then you can build, you can slowly incorporate them and see if it's making you feel like shit. But adding supplements also, like maybe you have low vitamin D, maybe you need magnesium, or you need to incorporate um, a B12. I love supplements. I love taking ashwanga. It's really good for um, cortisol and hormones. I take vitamin D, even though I live in a sunny climate, I always have a low vitamin D deficiency. So adding supplements can really help lower in your cortisol too, because it's, it will kind of help balance out your hormones and whatever's going on in your gut. Um, my number seven was a sensitivity test, but it kind of goes with um, number six, which was the supplements. But I really, really, really highly suggest doing the food sensitivity test. Number eight, going outside. Listen, I'm in a hundred degree climate and I am waking up at 6 a.m. to go outside to get my morning walk with Fiona, get our steps in and get my vitamin D. Being in nature is so grounding and so incredible for us. And, you know, after kind of getting used to being indoors for so long and working from home, a lot of us kind of lost touch with nature. And, you know, if you have a job that you're also, you know, indoors all day, taking those little micro breaks will be so helpful for you and just make you feel more relaxed overall. Go outside on your break, wake up an extra 15 minutes early so you can go on a walk, go and, you know, maybe you go take your dog for a walk multiple times a day, like extra, but being outside grounding, walking on grass. If you live by the ocean, I mean, my God, what a privilege, like Go walk on the sand, go put your feet in the, in the water. If you live by a lake anywhere, just get outdoors and feel the sun, look at the trees, listen to the birds. It makes such a difference. And anytime I'm feeling anxious, I really, truly know you got to get outside. And even though it's a billion degrees, I will go outside with a hat, of course, and sunscreen because, you know, I don't need to get any damage done to the face. And number nine. Picking up a hobby. I'm still working on this one. I, I think for me, 
cooking right now has really been bringing me so much joy and like filming them and showing you guys what I've been like making and then like hearing feedback like, oh, I made these, they're delicious, this and that. Like it's really bringing me a lot of joy right now. And it's, it, I'm looking at it like it's a hobby. I think it will, it gives sense of purpose. Like for me, I've been filming reels on Thursdays and like, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, we're going to try this. We're going to do that. And it's really bringing me a sense of just calmness and joy, like I said. So if you can pick up a hobby, maybe it's painting, writing, cooking, uh, going to the lake. Like That's what we've been doing too. Every The past three Fridays, we've gone to the lake. And it's like, this is such a fun hobby. Like I'm so excited and joyful. And it, and it really brings out your inner child, which I think is so important is to always have our inner child be alive because as we get older, we lose that. And that sense should never be lost because it really, it, it's so important. And I've been really focusing on that too lately, like really feeding my inner child. Going to the lake really has like, that is my peak for me because you're in the sun, you're in the water, you're carefree, you're driving home in your beach towel. Like that's the shit that matters. You know what I mean? And it's outdoors. Like you're, you either rent a paddle, you could rent a paddle board and you're just in nature. And it's like, it's really amazing. So getting outside is a big, big, big one. And last but not least is being mindful. And you're probably wondering, what the fuck do you mean? Be mindful. Just trying to take deep breaths, not be in a state of fear. And listen, listen, I have been in a state of fear mindset my whole life. Since I was a little kid, my mom has told me, you were always worried. You were always fearful. And this has bled into my teens and 20s and 30s. And it's a very terrible place to be. And like I said, it is truly something that has been a massive work in progress for me. And I'm always trying to not be in a state of fear. And I will say the past like 12 months, I have really grown a lot in that sense and don't come from a state of fear. And all that, you know, last year being very difficult on me with the move, which I have not been at all shy about discussing. I've been very transparent that it was extremely difficult for me and it, it still continues to be a struggle. And, you know, being in a state of fear is so exhausting and so just draining physically and emotionally. So if you are in a more mindful state, you're going to feel way more relaxed and taking deep breaths and not being scared all the time. Because when you're in this fearful state, you're in fight or flight. And again, the cortisol, the adrenal glands, it's all messed up. And take it from me, it's not fun. So those are my tips. And I'm going to be obviously taking them every single day, reading the tips myself. And just you know, everyone is like on summer vacation and they're in Europe and doing all these things, which obviously I would love to be doing myself. But I'm really like this summer for me is like happy girl summer. Just like really getting my nervous system happy and balanced and settled. That is my summer plan, getting my nervous system at bay. If you want to join me, I'd love it. We can, we can 
hold each other accountable and just be, I don't know, just more at ease. I don't even want to say at peace. I want to say at ease. I just want to be more at ease, more relaxed, everything calm because it's, it's not been that way. I hope this is helpful. You know, I try to make these episodes and you walk away feeling like you you learned something, you gained something. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning with this. I just kind of get on here and I try to come from a place of, you know, transparency and have gratitude and you know, I don't take having a platform lightly. I always try to come with honesty. And, you know, I'm just doing my best here. So thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, subscribing, all those things. I love it. I'm appreciative. And like I said, let's get our nervous systems under control. I'll see you guys next time. Love you.